Hey everyone, welcome back to Astria D&D, Yotina's Mercenaries. This is episode three. Let's go ahead and meet our players. Hi, I'm General. I play James Bronze. I am a bard, College of the Creation. Hi, I'm Green Protagonist, and I'm playing Coco Pepperdew Falto, a bard of glamour. Hey, I'm Gabe. I'm playing MK002, a Warforged monk. I'm Jar of Non-Alcoholic Jim. I play Pizza, who is a drow psi warrior who does not speak a word of common. And I am your DM, uh, Mammoth. Last time the group uh, met Volo, he gave them their assignment, which is to accompany Yotina, which is a student of his that is gathering information and writing a book. Um, they all set out, but before they left Tritralum, where they all met in Upper Cult, um, Yotina wanted to look into some things. So she took the party into the town. Um, Eric with the K could not make his way inside because he couldn't get past Witness, which is the policing um, entity that monitors uh, Tritralum. It's an all, uh, it's an AI essentially with multiple Warforged across the city that are all interconnected. Um, but they couldn't they couldn't understand Eric with a K. Um, they couldn't figure out what his name, what was going on with his name. So his brother, stepbrother, James Braun, stepped in, and he went in instead. I'm still convinced they're the same person. <laughs> no, they're half-brothers. Sure, sure, sure. Afterwards, they uh, went in, and they met with... Uh, um, a gentleman whose wife had gone missing. She was a drow. Um, and they tried to gather some information from him, but he didn't know anything. He said that she was just gone um, when he came home. So they went to the house to investigate, to look around, and they ended up speaking to um, the... Bad news, guys. When I click the when I click the button that I have set to push to talk, and I'm on my Chrome browser, it takes me back. So that's fine. <laughs> uh -oh. <laughs> you guys met with Arth Sursk, was his name. Uh, this human man, um, and he told you all about his wife's disappearance. A um, drow woman named Madeline Sursk um, didn't have much information. He was busy working and couldn't really stop working or he might get arrested and um, for slacking on his job. So the party went to meet with Rebecca and Cecilia at their home. And she, uh, the girls spoke with the party and let them know that um, they had suspicion that her, uh, that Madeline's family was somehow involved from uh, the Underdark and that they had kidnapped her. And they also said that a piece of jewelry was missing, a spider pendant uh, made of onyx that had eight small rubies in it. Um, the party then went out to the streets to see if they could find out if they could find any more information. They started investigating uh, manhole covers, 
and they they noticed that one was just ever so slightly um, misplaced. Which is very odd in a city of OCD robots. Right. It was very out of place in this perfect city where no crime happens and everything is wonderful. So that's where we pick up is with the party looking down into this sewer manhole entrance. Well, I guess first things first, uh, are the cops on us? Uh, currently, uh, make a perception check. Anybody that wants to. I will. Ooh, I actually rolled really high. Uh, that's an 18, sir. I got a 17. Um, 21. Ooh. Cool. Okay. Um, There's you those guys... robot sensors. <laughs> a small dish pops out of MK's head and spins around. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, you guys look around. There's no one on the streets. It's pretty late at this point. Um, It's like 8 o'clock, and there's no one on the streets. You don't see any um, Warforged, uh, any members of Witness anywhere nearby. Well, shall we? Yeah, I guess we'll just go underground, uh have any objection we'll all go down there eventually yes yes i i think we should uh proceed i'm gonna just hop in the hole gonna leap up i'm assuming it's not so deep that i'm gonna i'm about to kill myself right i can see the bottom uh yeah it's about uh it's about 15 feet down okay yeah i'm, I'm just gonna jump i'm gonna ignore the ladder okay you jump down um yeah you open up into this um this small room it's pretty uh pretty dry um you're expecting it to be a little bit nastier i imagine but it's not it's pretty clean there are some torches on the walls and they're lit um you can smell like the slight scent of corrosion and looking around, you see that there are three entrances or three exits out of this room. One to the north, one to the west, and one to the east. God, they even clean the sewers in this city. How much more ridiculous can you be? Guys, it's well lit and there's a lot of doors. Great. Can you catch this box? Yeah, sure. If it doesn't break my wrists. It's pretty light. I hold out my hands. Uh, MK will drop his box down uh, to Coco. Okay. Coco, go ahead and make an athletics or acrobatics check to catch this box. We'll make it acrobatics. That is a 10. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, you catch this box. Uh, it's... Uh, what is this? What does this box feel like, uh, MK? Like a, it's like a maybe a foot and a half wide and a, and a foot tall. And it just feels like a. Is there cardboard in D anD D? It feels sure. like a a paper box. It miss a fantasy <laughs> paper box with like a fantasy paper lid. It just seems like something you'd you'd get after getting fired from your fantasy office job. <laughs> <laughs> And it feels like something's rolling around inside of it, and it feels moderately heavy. Like it's like filled with some like solid objects. They all kind of shift around. 
Am I going to be respectful of you? Um, I, I would like to step out to the side while you're climbing down, and I'd like to try to open the box. Hey, it's, it's not locked or anything, right, MK? No, no it's just got a fa fantasy paper lid. Okay. Okay, I'm, I'm imagining like a banker box. That's, that's kind of what you're mm -hmm. describing, right? Yeah. Okay. What do I see, man? That's what I see. <laughs> um, you know what, Chip? Why don't you tell him what's in there? Okay. Um, you see just a, a, a small metal flask with a piece of tape on it that says, don't drink. And then you see uh, dozens and dozens of illustrations of various tieflings. Some of them are crossed out with big like black strokes, and some of them have little notes on the side. And, uh, uh, you know, this would have been funnier if, <laughs> if Elliot was here. The top one's Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> ah, this guy looks like he's got a bit of an obsession. What'd you, you say? Clank, clank, clank. Nothing. I just admire your drive to live. Thank you. Okay, go ahead and roll a stealth to quickly um, stow this stuff if you're trying to make it so he doesn't know that you looked at it. Yep. Nat 20, sir. Yeah, you you position everything just the way it was when you opened it, and you close everything back up. And... Maybe he, he dropped it. I don't know if I'd have to reposition anything at all. Well, that's unless, fair. Unless, unless he calculated how it would fall. Well, I, I mean, don't if, know what type of brain he's got. If you leaf through the, the files, then... Oh, no, I wasn't going to leaf through. I was just going to open the box and see what was inside. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. You you successfully hide the fact that you were looking in his special private box. <laughs> okay. It gets to the bottom. Thank you for keeping my private box safe. You're welcome. I hand it back. I'll take it. Hold it I close. I feel like you should choose something a little more substantial than cardboard. You know, all it has to do is get wet and it'll just be like. He clutches it even closer. That's unnerving. It's just, I don't know. Is physics hit? Yeah, I think it's physics. All right. Well, oh, go ahead. No, that's it. <laughs> well, <laughs> he'll, just, like, he'll move it so it's above his head in the sewer. Is the bottom wet? Like, is the bottom of the sewer wet at all? Um, where you're at currently, it's pretty dry. Where's Volo's book? It's pristine and lit, right? Um, yeah. Um, I who got the book? Was it was it somebody? I uh, feel I feel like somebody was a fan and so wanted a signed copy of Volo's book. I think we all got. I thought a copy, we all right? got a copy of it because <laughs> yeah. uh, Pizza has a copy in Undercommon. Everybody gets a copy of Volo's book. Let's be fair. And I thought MK threw his into the sewers so it'd be at the bottom of these stairs. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Uh, yeah, the book is just, like, sitting there um, at the bottom of the stair of the uh, ladder. Oh, look. More garbage. And he'll kick it into <laughs> the corner. <laughs> okay. All right. Who's going down next? Uh, Pizza, would you, uh, would you like to go down, down into the sewer? I gesture towards the sewer. Qua? Qua? Never pardon the litanera. 
Not a part of the neighbor. Calm, calm down. Lumiere. But <laughs> listen, we, we have to go down to find. No. no. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> uh, approximate translation. I don't want to uh, go back underground. Light's no, a good no, thing. No, not, no. Don't go into the darkness. Light, light. Don't go into the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Is it already dark, like, outside, though? Yeah, but there's, there's like, lamp, um, lamps on the side of the street, like, placed perfectly so that, that everything is pretty well, like, dimly lit. Mm. But yeah, we also interrupted the guy who was lighting the lamps, so... <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll just climb down the sewer. Come, come on, Pizza. No, no! And with resignation, Pizza will start to climb down the ladder. This is heartbreaking. Poor boy. <laughs> I don't know what he's so upset about. There's nothing to be upset about yet. <laughs> Fear comes later. Okay. Um. So we have the different directions we can go. Um. I'm catching a little bit of a glimpse that this area to the right is much more open. Is it? I also see. I think my line of sight shows me a little bit of the river, but can I see the river much, Mammoth? Oh, yeah, yeah, you can kind of see it. Uh, do you have my dark vision set up, by the way? Let me look. I know there's not a whole lot to see based on kind of where I'm standing, but I'm just double checking. Yeah, yeah, your dark, it looks like your dark vision's showing when I, when I click on you. My boundary's still blank. Uh, I'll figure it out. Keep going. <laughs> Oh, no. Okay. James right. Brown needs some tech support. <laughs> so James comes down, um, followed by Yotina. She comes down last. And okay. he says, Oh, okay then. This is... This is strange. Homely, isn't it? Well, I thought it would be a lot wetter. Yeah, expectations are deceiving like that. Well, which way which way do y'all reckon we should go? I'm in a right kind of mood. Affirmative. Alright. Well I'll just follow y'all. Gonna poke my head around this corner and see what I can see. Okay. So as you uh, look into this room, uh, you see that there is this, like, translucent slime everywhere. Just en encompassing the whole far side of it from the looks, from what I see, right? Um, so there's more. Um, you see uh, chunks of semi-translucent gel. You also see bits and pieces on the ceiling. Um, further into the room, running along the east wall, you see a river of raw sewage uh, with little green mushrooms sprouting out along the edge. Are these uh, natural things? I mean, green goo on the ceiling doesn't seem like a very natural occurrence. Um, absolutely not. It seems very strange. Any type of check I can make to identify these? Uh, yeah, you can make a... Nature or Arcana? Okay, that's better. 
They're the same. Uh, Here we go. I just pinged where all this, like, goo is. Six, sir. Six. Uh, yeah, you're not sure what it is. It could just be, like, raw sewage that, uh, went through some sort of strange transition or something. I'll walk back into this room. So, you know when a tree gets really, really drippy and it kind of just, like, falls on top of everything? Yeah. That's kind of what that room is like. It's really Ew. gross. That is gross. But it also looks how I feel. Oh. So I, I sympathize. I'm sorry. Can, can MK walk in there and take a look as well? Uh, yeah. Uh, he'll walk a little into the room. And he sees that there's a path to the south, I guess. Uh, correct, yep. Um, trying to, let's see here. <laughs> I don't think I want to disturb the slime. Pizza, do you know anything about slime? Qua? Qua? <laughs> yeah, that's about what I expected you to say. Does anyone know what qua means? Another part of the lip and Now, if I had to guess based on how often he says it, I think it means what? Interesting. Uh, that's that's just a guess, though. I'm I'm also guessing he just asked her some bread. I heard uh pen pen panabra. It sounds like bread to me. Sounds like a bread word. Interesting. I would like someone to poke the slime. I'm not volunteering for that. This how high up is the ceiling, Kenny? Um, the ceiling is eight feet. Yeah, we only climbed down 15, so it can't be too high. I guess, in reality, could like MK like jump and poke it? I mean, I don't think you would even have to jump, but there's also like bits of it on the ground as well. Oh, he'll tentatively like poke one of them with his toe. Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, it doesn't react. Like, I mean, it reacts in the sense that it like jiggles, but that's it. I'm gonna mage hand and just kind of like scoop my fingers into it to see if it reacts at all. Okay. My magey um, fingers, of course. Not my finger fingers. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you pick it up and it doesn't seem to do anything. Interesting. Well, at least it's inert. Shall we proceed south? Everybody, come to the room. It doesn't seem like it's a huge bummer. Uh, actually, well, while we're leaving, Kenny, can MK search his internal database to see if he's ever encountered this slime before? Uh, yeah, go ahead and make an Arcana check. Oh, shit. <laughs> Arcana. You should be uh, good at that one. I probably, I've, never had, I've never been good at Arcana before. This is going to be the ultimate test. Uh, Arcana. Oh, I am good at it, actually. 17. Nice. Okay, this is um, this is the color and consistency of a gelatinous cube. Does anyone have a fire spell? I'm just kind of walking in circles over here. Maybe kicking around a little bit of goop as I walk <laughs> past it. Don't. <laughs> 
I didn't take uh I didn't take produce flame or anything. Okay. This is probably nothing. I try uh prestidigitating away some of the goop. Okay. Uh yeah, you can pretty easily clean it up. I just gotta like walk back and forth like a vacuum cleaner and pick it off as I go. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a Roomba. Okay. I think I think that this was a gelatinous cube and has been destroyed. Yeah, and as you say that, a gelatinous cube, this translucent... I was wrong! <laughs> ...thing that you guys didn't, didn't quite notice kind of slurps out of this river of sewage... So wrong. ...off to the east side of the room and starts sliding towards you guys. No. Everybody go ahead and roll initiative. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I've walked all the way over here in perfect single out position. You think I can use a hideous laugh on the gelatinous cube? I bet you can. Do you think it would just jiggle until it fell apart? <laughs> Maybe. I really thought it had been destroyed. I mean, maybe this river just produces them in regular intervals. Doesn't seem like something you'd want underneath your perfectly AI-controlled city. Damn it, Mammoth. You you described the first room as being a clean room. Damn it! It's like, huh, it's kind of strange that the sewer is clean. Oh no, it's just one of those cities where they take care of everything in the middle (laughs) nitty-gritty. That is like the key gelatinous cube is in this place thing, and I missed it! The gelatinous mm-hmm. cubes clean things? Yeah, I mean, they essentially, they're perfectly formed to scrape down hallways, right? So they're like living Roombas. Oh. That's why they live in sewers, is because they eat everything, so they just scoop up cred as they go. That is genuinely horrifying. Also, they dissolve bones, so don't get picked up by it. Ooh. Do they dissolve metal? You count as bone. Fuck. <laughs> it's it's acid, so it w- it it will hurt your carapace or whatever you want to call it. Oh man! Somebody has a plus five to initiative. <laughs> a two. Wow. What the hell? <laughs> I rolled a two. I forget what kind of bonus he gave us. <laughs> I don't remember if I got a bonus or not. He gave us some. James like Bronze, some... you were checking it earlier. What was it? What? What was the bonus that uh, somebody gave everybody? Oh, yeah, I've got, I've got those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, bad news, guys. You're probably going to kill the gelatinous cube before he even gets to hurt you. That hurts, man. I'm sorry. That's a bummer. Slow? Yeah, it's got a minus four to initiative. Yeah, well, this one, as you guys are looking at it, it looks like it's had some chunks taken out of it. Oh. Um, so... Um, first up, we have pizza. Okay, so where is this blob? Aha, okay, cool. Let me see. I mean, really the intent here is I'm going to get in there and I'm going to take some swangs. That's kind of what I'm after here. Uh, these are five-foot cubes, five, ten. Yep. Yeah, he's 30 feet away from you. Five. Or Wonderful. 25. Uh, so I will go to... No, yeah. Yeah, that's close. One more. One more. <laughs> what you do? There we go. 
And I'm going to take a swing with the halberd. Wait, halberds have reach, right? Uh, they do have reach. I know I could be further back a little bit, but I'm choosing not to be. Okay. I mean, it doesn't matter. I missed anyway. Okay. No. Oh, my God. That's a five to hit. Oh, my God. Do you want to use your plot point? <laughs> yeah, I, I still don't understand what's going on with that thing. Is that like a one-time use? Yeah, once per long rest. Oh, okay. Uh, no, but I want to double-check my polearm master. Do I have to hit beforehand? Uh, when I take the attack action, so no. I am going to use my bonus action, though, to uh, swing around with the back end and uh, hit him again, or try to hit him again. Allow me to clarify. Mm -hmm. Uh, and this one is a whopping, and it's a seven anyway, so it doesn't fucking matter. Oh, it does. That hits. <laughs> oh, does it really? Yeah, they're just damage sponges. That's the only way they survive. Well, does a sponge take bludgeoning damage? 1d4 bludgeoning coming at you with a whopping... Hey, look at that. Five. Sweet. Okay. So you, you stab at it with your... Uh... With your halberd, or you take a swing with the it. one end, and on the back, on the on the back swing, give him the old shove. Cool. So does that make him move back? Uh, no, it's just okay. it's just another attack. Basically. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Um, next up, Coco. Oh, okay. Um, may I roll? And may, may I try to determine whether or not Pizza has gotten too close to this monster? Because Meta, I feel he has. Um, go ahead and make an insight check. Okay. It's a 19 plus one, 20, dirty. Uh, yeah, you can, like, you can look at this thing and see, like, the ground beneath it is, like, kind of smoking and he's right next to it okay um i'm going to i'm going to my my whole demeanor is going to quickly switch to summer so everything is going to rapidly turn from blue straight to a golden yellow my hair is going to spike up and i'm going to stand up really straight and have big fiery eyes and i'm going to shout across the room using my mantle of inspiration pizza you need to back away from that creature! And I'm going to burn that inspiration die and give my three allies, MK, James Bronze, and Pizza, the ability to use their reactions to move their movement. I, I believe okay. that works right now. And everybody gets five temporary hit points as well. Okay. Yeah, uh, Pizza, if you feel the need to move, you can. Um... Here's the you know. important question. Does pizza understand what is being shouted at him? Uh, make a straight intelligence check. Stand by. Straight intel. <laughs> please, please, man, please. <laughs> is that a nat one? That is a nat one plus I'm one. Going, I'm going to use my reaction to allow you to re-roll that nat one. <laughs> okay. 
Let me find the thing. <laughs> Rerolling my it. nat one. Let, let me make certain. Check. Let me make certain it can be used on a skill check. Okay. Ally within 30 feet of you rolls a nat one for a d20 for attack ability check or saving throw. So yeah, it would it would allow you to do that. Okay, so the re-roll gives me a 9 plus 1 for a tenor. Um, you know that whatever he's trying to tell you seems very important. <laughs> what? Damn it! <laughs> you also, he would at least feel the energy that my inspiration's giving him too, right? Uh, whether or not he makes the logical leap, I want him to move away from that. Either way, you get five temporary hit points, and James Bronze and MK, you get the option to move 30 feet right now if you want to expend your reaction. Huh? That's what I said. Uh... I don't want to get closer to it out of my turn, I don't think. But you can still move somewhere else strategic. Oh, okay. Alright, MK is going to move like over here close to the slime river. How far away is it from me? Because I cannot get into Foundry. Uh, it is. The 30 feet can basically get you anywhere in this room. Okay. So it's like within 20 feet ish. 25 it's... feet away to get up into its melee range. Yeah. I'll stay put. Okay. Oh, don't forget to add your uh, five temporary. Yeah, I got it. Okay. Um, I still have an action because that Vardic Inspiration thing takes my bonus. I use my reaction to make you re-roll, so I'm going to fire a crossbow bolt as my action. Okay. D20, come back here. Okay. Does a 18 hit. Jace. Okay, here's this. That is six weapon damage from my crossbow. At least somebody's doing something. How much damage? Sorry. Uh, six damage from my crossbow. Sweet. Okay. Yeah, you shoot a, a bolt into this thing, and it, like, slices through it, and then um, just, like, stops midair inside this cube. <laughs> it's like ballistic gel. <laughs> Wish I could do the York Sprog chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Okay, that your turn? Uh, yes, that's my turn. Okay. James. Okay. Uh, I think the logical thing to do would be to cast Knock on this. No. I'm going to cast... Um, yeah, do that. <laughs> I'm going to cast Catapult. At okay. voice level. How do I do that? Where, where did it go? You have to find something on the ground that's a rock that you can fling. Oh, mm -hmm. is there a rock on the ground? AKA perception check real quick. Well, shit. Um, nine? Yeah, yeah, you, you find a loose pebble on the ground. Okay. And... Choose an object between one of five pounds. Straight line. Sorry, I've never cast it before. It pretty much flies in a straight line, and the first thing it hits, it deals damage to. So it can't pass through anything. But if you've got three guys in a line, and they're all very evasive, you get a chance to hit all three of them. 
weird. Okay. In this case, there's one monster, so it's just a hit or miss. But they have to make a dexterity saving throw. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's definitely gonna fail that. Let's uh, let's see. Let me go find his thing. Um, let's see. Oh, he rolled a natural twenty, so that's sixteen. <laughs> God, a little bitch. Is a is a sixteen <laughs> higher than your spell save DC? Yes, it is. <laughs> Just witness a legit in this cube, like do a matrix bend. Dear lord. Yeah, I don't know yeah. about this cube. This thing is kind of scary. As you as you fling this this uh, this pebble at this thing, you watch as it just like um, it turns ever so slightly to, so that it's square with you, and then like the middle of it where you were aiming for, like the topish portion of it, just slurps down so that it forms like a U, and, <laughs> and the uh, the pebble just flies past and like. Hits the hits the wall back behind the uh, this gelatinous cube. Great, Scott. Using my uh, observation skills, I'm going to give uh, MK002 uh, Bardic Inspiration. Okay. Oh, oh. Do you say something to to boost his spirits, or what do you do? Uh, I don't know how it works. <laughs> is that is that just like a flavor thing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll just say, uh, James Bronze, is this a tiefling? This is a tiefling, yes. <laughs> Dear God. You inspire <laughs> people by lying to them. That's canon now. <laughs> my deception's really good. Oh my gosh. Oh, also, by the way, uh, for people listening, uh, James re- reclassed himself because. Um, we wanted we wanted him to feel more like uh, the character he was portraying, and the best option we found was a bard. So mm-hmm. that's why he has bardic inspiration now instead of druidy spells. Yep, and that's my turn. Cool, 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 cool. MK zero zero two, you're up. Okay. Well, now that. MK has established that what he's fighting is in fact a tiefling. Uh, he'll set his box down to the side. Oh, I'm uh, so excited. And uh, all of his limbs will kind of split open, revealing like a variety of like weird organic pulsating things. Oh my. And it'll like increase in height by like a foot or so. Uh, and his face will kind of split open, revealing like one kind of centered eye. Cool. <laughs> and then uh, he, he'll decide to kill this thing 100%. He'll look down at his box and he'll see the top one. He'll recognize that this cube is Elliot. And it's time to make sure that this thing goes back to where it came from. My uh, god. That's amazing. Uh, he will... I've never played a monk before, so they're, they're kind of interesting, actually. So... He's going to... Bardic Inspiration just gives me... What does that do again? You can add it to whatever you want. In the case of Coco, it does... Or, I'm sorry, in the case of uh, James Bronze, it does special stuff, too. But, like, you oh. could do it on your tackle, you could do it on your saving throw, you could do it on your uh, skill check. Can you decide it, after you roll? I think... Yeah, you, after you roll, but before you know the outcome. Yeah. 
So like you roll a five, you can be like, maybe I can get this if I get high enough on the inspiration die. Okay, and that just lets me re-roll, right? It doesn't let you re-roll, it lets you add the inspiration die to your roll. Oh, okay, okay. All right. So um, the, our, our Bardic Inspiration die of four is a D6. So you roll your D20, whatever it is, you can add a D6 to it. Okay. Okay, that's perfect. All right, so MK's feet will, like, dig into the concrete, and it'll move very quickly up to this slime boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he will attack it with his quarterstaff. Okay. Uh, six plus three. Oh. Oh, <laughs> I'm sending him to general. 16, to 16 hit, Kenny? Yeah, 16 hits. Okay. I mean, 8 hits, so... Uh, 1d6, 3... Alright, so 8 damage with the quarterstaff. Okay. And then he'll spend a key point uh, to initiate flurry of blows so after you take an attack action on your turn you can spend one key point to make two unarmed strikes so he'll smack it with a staff mm-hmm. and then he will try and punch it twice here's okay. the here's the first one <laughs> 19 yep that hits all right 1d 4 plus 3 7 damage okay all right and then here is the second unarmed strike 16. Hits. All right, and then it's 1d7 more damage. So, yeah, you just did 14 plus 8. You just did 22 damage in a turn at level 4, which is insane. Uh, he doesn't look great. He looks very unhealthy. Uh, he'll say, uh, die, tiefling. <laughs> Right. Next up is somebody, and somebody is not here right now, so I will be playing the part of somebody. Yeah, I didn't see anything in his uh, character sheet that we could use because it's mark- still marked as a wizard since it's a custom class, right? Right. Yeah, I think um, I think that somebody is gonna pick up his pitchfork and he's gonna <laughs> say, he's gonna say, "Oh, geez, I've never seen one of these. What is this?" And he's gonna rush towards it and he's gonna take a <laughs> swing at it and he's gonna do let me find his character sheet motherfucker got a natural holy play. crap natural Golly. 20 what so, the hell so that's 16 plus 2d6 yo did he just eviscerate this thing with a pitchfork he just did 26 damage with a pitchfork. <laughs> Dear God. I rolled the a commoner out-hit the fighter. <laughs> oh, I'm so upset. That's amazing. I quit, guys. I'm going home. <laughs> All that time learning the bone jur, and I can't even do anything. <laughs> Your Some will fucking come. podunk redneck from nowhere. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. Oh, I knew it. I knew he would die. I knew he would die before he got to attack. I did not think that somebody would kill him, though. <laughs> when somebody rolled a two on his initiative, too, so the odds... The odds were not in his favor! 
Oh my god, that's so wild. Yeah. <laughs> he just did the most damage with a pitchfork, so... Doesn't it suck like? that Zero's characters are still the best characters even when he's not around? Dear <laughs> lord. I'm gonna at him for this. I acknowledge your superiority, village <laughs> man. He just... Oh, dear! Yeah, he, he stabs his pitchfork into this thing, like, down at the bottom, and does, like, a, scro a scooping up motion, like he's mucking out of a barn. <laughs> and just gelatinous cube bits go flying in all directions. And this thing just, like, the remaining uh, um, translucent material that's there before you just kind of crumbles and falls to the ground um yeah good job guys you killed a gelatinous cube and yeah i, I didn't expect did. it to be hard <laughs> somebody did out of, out of combat i'm gonna walk up the pizza and i'm going to uh you're short right uh yeah he's like five foot two okay i'm gonna take my knuckles and i'm gonna wrap you on the head three times like a like a the like mean older brother giving his younger brother a noogie. Yeah, no, claw, claw. I told you to walk away. If you don't listen to me, you're gonna get so killed. I'm just gonna give him a look of what the fuck. I don't understand what you're I'm just, saying. I'm just gonna stir and I'm gonna turn my lip out and I'm going to like lean in on you and get in your face. And then I'm going to uh, pull out my sketchbook, right? And I'm just going to really, really quickly show a draw a doodle of a of a pizza inside of a gelatinous cube with like his legs and arms <laughs> skeletonized. <laughs> oh no. No. <laughs> no. Amazing. Oh uh, my god. Can uh MK walk over to Coco Pizza and James Bronze and open his box and show them the top tiefling picture and confirm that that was what they just killed this one no i'm afraid that was not what that was yes it was okay <laughs> <laughs> mk will pull out a fantasy magic marker and he'll cross off the top tiefling with an x one down <laughs> i have to say i don't understand your vendetta but whatever drives you friend Thank you. Is there loot in this body? Um, as, as you're as you're looking at it, um, there is not anything. Uh, like there's there's a couple bones. Like that might be loot for MK002. Uh, I'm sorry, Otina, your friend. You'll pick up a bone. What? No. It, it appears that your friend has been destroyed by this evil tiefling. Oh uh, well, no. MK, MK. I don't think that's. Uh, I don't think that's her friend. Now look at that bone structure. That there, that's a that's a dwarf if I ever seen one. You got those big, big wide bones, broad, that broad uh, shoulder blades. Yeah, that's a that's a dwarf if I ever seen one. Might be a really short human. James Bond kind of puffs up a little bit. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he'll mk will like wait what bone is mk holding kenny uh you're holding like the 
the shoulder, uh, like, I don't know what it's called, like the torso part. Like, hold it up upside down. Yes. That makes sense. And I'll put it in his box. How big is this box? I mean, it's, it can fit. No, he has to push some papers aside, right? Wait, is it the full torso or is it just the shoulder blade? Yeah, it's like it's like the shoulder blades and like the first couple of ribs oh, and the spine. Oh, <laughs> I'll drop it. <laughs> no good. Shall we proceed north, wet, south? Yeah, I think that sounds like a good idea. Um, Your friend could be being attacked by tieflings at any moment. Right. Um, I don't think there's any tieflings down here. Disagree. Let's... And he'll like, wave his hand at the splattered the splatter slime. Well, MK has a point. We should be on our guard. MK, you know that that's, a, that's some kind of slime. Like, yeah, it's definitely a, a tiefling slime. Yes. Tieflings are slime. Agreed. <laughs> I'm glad I found you. We are going to have to really reevaluate our relationship after we get out of here. You know yeah. that tieflings are they're people, too. There's lots of them running around. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Good one. <laughs> that sounds like the laugh of somebody who knows there were less tieflings on the streets today than there were yesterday. Uh, Pizza's looking around, hearing everybody say the word tiefling. Party tiefling easy. Party tiefling easy. Qua. Okay, <laughs> 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 stares blankly. I don't understand you, strange man. Shall we go south, though? Yeah. Uh, I, I reckon, let's let's go south. I'm going to stride forward with full confidence. <laughs> okay, Mammoth, what do we see in this room? So as you enter this room, you see a bridge going over the sewage and opening up into a massive area that is pretty well lit. Um, you can see uh, bits of silk string hanging from the ceiling. Pizza. You you definitely know what this is. This is giant oh. spider silk. No, no, no. You don't hear or see anything aside from the sound of waste moving downstream. Pizza's going to be trying to grab people on the shoulders and telling them, uh, Fair demi tour. Okay, um, I'm going to start throwing dancing lights out into the room just to light everything up. Okay, yeah. Um, you light everything up. Um, you don't see anything in here. You see that uh, some of the spider webs, because um, as you spend some time looking around, you can see that these are spider webs, have been like cut and um, torn and things like that. Um, but you don't find anything else. You hear um, the sound, the waste moving downstream, like I said. And if you investigate and go to the south of this room, to the southwest. Uh, you'll find like a little alcove where the sewer is running through. Um, but that's, that's really all you see. What is, what is your warning pizza? 
Pizza is basically going to be trying to get in front of everybody and push him back into the room where the cube was. I'm trying to figure out which French word is probably going to be the right one here. Our friend appears to dislike silk. It's just a little bit of leave behinds from a couple of bugs. No, nothing, nothing no. truly to be scared of. Even if they are large creatures. What can a couple of spiders do? Ritonier! Ritonier! None! <laughs> That's right, Pizza. Move forward! None! You are brave, Pizza. I, I crossed the bridge. <laughs> MK will follow. Okay. Yeah, this is just an empty room. Um, there's spider webs, and that's it. I wish I had some type of fire thing. Do bards reselect their spells after a long rest? No. You can only re get them after, like, you level up, I think. Lovely. Okay. Well, at the very least, we level up frequently in this campaign, so I can at least make Goku have different cantrips later on. <laughs> but for can now, I am not specced. <laughs> Kenny can... As MK examines the room, does he notice if there's been a scuffle? Appears to be cut threads, right? Was there a fight? Did something get caught in here? Um, go ahead and make a um, perception check for me. Mm-hmm. Um, five. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you, you're not sure how spiders work. That could be their nest. They could be coming back any second to go back to sleep. It's time we leave. Nonsense! We must progress forwards if we are to ever find anything. Uh, I would like to do uh, a perception check as well. Uh, that is a 12? Yeah, a 12. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, Pizza's also going to be looking around in sheer terror to make sure there's no, uh, you know, steppy critters. Okay. I'm just constantly re-throwing my dancing lights and kind of exploring the area as well. I don't necessarily need them, but the dim light would give me a little bit more focus than straight-up dark vision. Right, yeah. Okay. So I, I am looking to see if I notice anything, but it's your call to say if I do. Yeah, I will. So I'm trying, trying to uh, figure out how your vision, uh, the light thing works. Um, the, it essentially just makes dim light in a 10-foot sphere around itself. They have to be 20 feet apart, so... The, just kind of imagine there's like one here and then another one over here and another one over here you know just in a box shape around and that way I have essentially 20 feet of light and I'm just constantly moving it around since we're not doing anything else. It, it's a cantrip so it's it's similar to the light spell but I can place them more uh, freely you know yeah. okay yeah you're um you cast that as you're walking around. You don't notice anything. Um, pizza and Chains Bronze, go ahead and make those perception checks for me. Or let me know what you got. 12. Got a 12. I also got a 12. Okay, that's right. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so it's pretty obvious to you guys, especially to you, uh, Pizza, that the uh, these webs have been destroyed. Um, they've been slashed with swords. And it looks like some of them have been burned away. Um, and it looks like this place has been recently abandoned. 
but abandoned nonetheless. Uh, pizza's still grumbling. You see me just kind of like not moving or not not stopping. I'm just walking and pacing steps as I'm moving around the space. Come on, guys. There's nothing going on out here. Yes, we, we appear to be safe for now. If there's one thing about Coco is that they never that they never stand still. <laughs> let us let us proceed. I agree with Coco. Okay. I'll, he'll follow Coco. All right. Yeah, uh, Yotina will follow as well, as does somebody. What about South again? South's worked so far. I would say every time we've chosen South, we have not been attacked. I agree with this logic. Oh, it's just it's just a, a pile of garbage. Ah, it looks like we are being held back by a river. Kenny, can I see, can MK look across this river? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's on, you, what's on that other side, my friend? Uh, it is absolutely nothing. It's just like a clear <laughs> spot. I don't believe in clear spots. MK would like to jump across the river. Okay. As you jump across the river, um, go ahead and make an acrobatics check. Okay. Um, he's pretty good at acrobatics. 18. Okay. Uh, yeah, you jump across um, and make your way to the other side. And, yeah, there's nothing over there um, unless you want to make a perception check. I do. Okay. Uh, he'll kind of look around, examining everything. Um, he'll use his bardic inspiration. Okay. And it's a 1d6, right? Mm -hmm. Does it do anything special on perception? I don't think so. James Brown says his thing does a lot of weird stuff with him being creation. Uh, a tag to it. It says when the creature rolls bard inspiration at the die ability check, the creature can roll bard inspiration die again and choose which roll to use. So you get to, you essentially get advantage on uh, your bardic inspiration roll. Right, I guess I'll no reason not to roll it again. I'll use the five, Kenny. That gives <laughs> me eleven in total. Okay, you got an 11. Uh, there's nothing over here. Unbelievable. <laughs> what a waste of jumping over here. How deep is this giant river of shit? <laughs> um, do you, like, walk over and, like, if you if you walk over and just look at it, you can't really tell. It looks fairly, like, fairly deep. Um... This is unfortunate. No more going south. South has failed us. South has failed us. I'll try and jump <laughs> back across. Okay. Uh, that's a 13 this time. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. You make it across. What a waste of a leap. What about east? I like east. <laughs> that's it. We're, we're going to try east again. No way it could do us wrong twice. Agreed. And I'm just walking ahead because nothing stops me. Oh my god, I'm going to get this character killed. <laughs> okay, I step out into this room, Mammoth. Do I see anything that's going to kill me? Uh, no, you don't. Um, is everybody following? Um... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. As you enter this room from the narrow hallway you, um, you just came out of, 
you see a well-lit room. There's no stream of byproduct here, although you can see it seeping in through the south wall. As you enter to your left, you see a gentleman. He's wearing a very nice blue button-down shirt and brown pants. He has blue skin with very cottony-looking white hair that has been combed straight back and a white close-cropped goatee. He looks at you and says, Hi there, Tempest Mistral here, and you will not believe what we have in store for you today at Tim's Temporary Item Shop. I scream when I am caught off guard. <laughs> and that's where we're going to end the session. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, so much for listening to Episode 3. Come on back next week. We'll have Episode 4. Follow us on social media. Um, we're at Astria D&D everywhere. And... Uh, hope you guys are really enjoying this. We're having a lot of fun making it. Um, don't have much else to add. So we're going to head out. Say bye, everybody. Y'all are a bunch of nerds. Bye. <laughs> bye. 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 Astria d and shenanigans. Da, da, da. Music's playing. Music's playing. Music's playing. I don't know why I do this because I'm the one that puts the music in at the <laughs> beginning. But anyway, the music's here. And we cut to us speaking. And now I'm going to speak. A five minute smoke break? Yep. I'm going to step out and have a smoke. And you guys can deal with what I just threw at you. <laughs> this guy sounds like a tiefling. <laughs> he does. He does. It's gonna be problematic. You better not kill Tam. We worked really hard on Tam. Back to hell, foul demon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs>